To the ninth episode of the Hip Hop Rejects, I'm your boy Royalty, and it's your boy Young Fly than the rest. We are an all hip hop podcast, and everything we discuss on this podcast is hip hop hip hop related to the hip hop culture. Just want to kick off the podcast as we always do, uh, just letting all the listeners and the fans of the Hip Hop Rejects know that um, I want to thank you guys for continuing to support the podcast with all the likes, downloads, and shares that you guys do for us. Um, in addition to that, I want to make sure you guys send us your questions, suggestions about the show, uh, hit us up at hip hop rejects on Twitter, on Instagram is the hip hop rejects and email us at the hip hop rejects at gmail.com for any questions or just anything you guys want to hear us talk about on the show. You can also hit us up on our Facebook page and hit us up in the comments of any of our downloaded sites, Podbean, SoundCloud, iTunes, all that good stuff. Yeah, all that good stuff. <clears throat> so what's up, young? How you been, man? And good. Still adapting to this change of weather, man. How you yeah. feeling? Um, feeling, <laughs> feeling good. I can talk again. Um, so yeah, for these, for those that don't know, I had to get my wisdoms taken out all four of them. No, probably somebody that's probably just heard that's probably saying ouch right now, but had to get it done. Had some 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 issues going on back there with my wisdom teeth, so had to get them taken out. Yeah, the boy was sounding like Kanye Tudor. Yeah, it was more like mumbles. But <laughs> that's another thing. Um, so what you been listening to this week, man? Man, still been jamming Pandora. Nothing has really um just hit me to be like, yo, I need to listen to this. So. It's just been Pandora or on random. Oh, Still really? listening to the classic nineties. Yeah, man, I've been listening to a lot of stuff lately. A lot, a lot right. of stuff. Um, let's see. I've been listening to. I've been listening to the new Andy Menio came out Friday. Uncomfortable, which is the name of that album is called Uncomfortable. Um, I also have been listening to what else? I listen to. I listened to the new T.I.P. Uh, called the Nick. Listen to that. So I've been jamming those two primarily. Yeah, I did. I listened to that too. It was. I actually took the time to listen to that. Yeah, that's gonna but, be that's gonna be one of the one of the uh, albums on. Oh, I guess you. Yeah, EP album. That's gonna be on our last dollar later on. So we'll we'll get to that later. We'll get to your opinions on that later on. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, man. So. Um, What's going? Let's see what's going on in the uh, in the hip hop news this week. Uh, we got the boy Weezy is um, caught up in a sex tape scandal, um, saying it's um, been two females shopping around a sex tape with some porn companies uh, that they recorded Lil Wayne. But the thing is, Wayne didn't know that he was being recorded at the time, and he has no knowledge of it. So, uh, representative from Wayne's camp is saying if they try to pursue this any further and try to, you know, try to get some type of deal to try to get it uh, distributed or whatever put out, uh, they will sue them. So this is a first in history. This is the first time a man doesn't want to be seen on tape with a woman. 
well, and two females at that. Well, this is people saying that you don't even really know what Wayne wants, you know. But I mean, of course, he didn't have if he didn't have any knowledge of it, then it's like then of course he's probably gonna not want it to come out. Yo, is he still with Christina Milia? I don't even know, man. I don't even know. I mean, I know when she had a reality TV show, she would always subliminally mention mention him. Um, but other than that, that's the last time that reality TV show was like way early in the year, so I'm not even sure at this point. Mm. But all right, moving on. Uh, we got the boy Jeezy has revealed his new album title called uh, Church in the Streets. Album is set to drop November 13th. I'm pretty hyped for for another GZ album. I think it's time for another one. What you think about that, yeah? Yeah, I want to hear, but I hope I'm not going to be disappointed. Why are you going to be disappointed? He, I hope he's not one. You remember when we had the conversation about rappers getting up in age and you don't want to see them fall off? You know, I'm I'm hoping that this doesn't happen to him with this album. No, I don't think it's going to be like that. He still can. Jeezy, as long as he's been doing it, I mean, he still reconnects with the, even though he's not in the trap and not, you know, doing things you do in the trap, he still, you know, goes back to that place. And, you know, as he's recording and everything always comes out good. So I don't think it's going to be any different. I hope not. I don't think it will. I don't think it will. All right. Got the boy Gucci. Um, debuted a poster for an upcoming film called The Spot. That'll be out October 17th. Um, it'll be starring, uh, including uh, Rocco and Young Scooter. These are two uh, rappers out of Atlanta. And also be directed by the video director, Mr. Boomtown, as well. Um, Gucci also stated um, when I read this that he said that if you think that if y'all think that Straight Outta Compton was good, it's like he's saying this movie was going to be better than Straight Outta Compton. Now, I don't even know if this movie is even coming to an uh, actual movie theater or it's more like going to go straight to DVD or it's going to be limited movie theater release, which I'm probably thinking the second one, which is going straight to DVD. Well, I don't think it's gonna be better than Straight Outta Compton. It's gonna take a lot to come out of straight, come better than Straight Outta Compton. <clears throat> so, this is gonna be one of those situations. To me, I feel like it's gonna be like another hood film, like the throwbacks, like yeah. Master P films and stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too, man. Because I don't really even think that it's gonna be even something that's you know. Not saying I'm doubting it, but you know, I mean, of course, you're gonna talk up your own project and be, you know, very positive about it, of course, because you're in it. But you know, to make that statement is pretty bold if it's not even coming to a movie theater, if it's not getting, you know, like straight out of Compton backing. And I don't think if it's a if it's the Gucci Man biopic or story or whatever it's gonna be, you know, whatever it's supposed to be about. Then I mean, Gucci people just finally wanted the Gucci not too long ago. People didn't really like him too much in the beginning. I don't think people really want to see that, but you know, you gotta, you, I'm pretty sure he'll have his his falls in his fans. So we'll see what happens. 
Yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right. So, um, of course, you know, a lot of people probably know this already that the boy Future and Drake dropped a album uh, yesterday uh, called um, What a Time to Be Alive. It's a mixtape. It's on iTunes. And so um, these two gentlemen have had words with um, the young sensitive himself, Meek Mills, and the boy Future took a shot at Meek Mills on a song off that uh, off that mixtape called Big Rings. And so statement primarily said that uh, you just better, uh, what does it say? You, you're just a battle rapper. I'm a real trapper. So we all know that's kind of taking a shot at Meek Mills because he used to be a battle rapper. Uh, I got a feeling this is just going to be another sad situation. I know. It's going to be sad because if you're going to shoot a line out there taking a shot at somebody, you got to come better than it. Exactly. I mean, there's some other, there's some other things that, they, uh, that was pointed out as well from the record. Uh, he said niggas dropping subliminals. They just talking. They just jibber uh talking jibber jabber. So I mean, it's you know, it's it's futures how he raps in some in some cases, which is how how that came across. Um, so we'll see what happens, man. I mean, like I said, he can't lose another rap battle with anybody. He sh- probably shouldn't even even engage in any type of verbal altercation with him on social media at all. He needs to, just, he needs to refrain from all types of altercations right now. Yeah, you right, man. You need to go lay on the couch with his psychiatrist and cry, use up a whole box of Kleenex and get out his feelings. Exactly. Because yeah. he does not, that is not what he needs right now. Because if he, man, he don't know. And they put an album out together. You don't want that. I know, right? All right. So um, we got one of the bigger stories that uh, a lot of people have been talking about is T.I. has been at odds with uh, Miss Iggy Azalea. Um, primarily, basically, over. Primarily, T.I. kind of went back in the media and kind of reclarified what he meant. And basically what he meant was that he's been going to bat for her, especially like with the Q-tip situation that she had in social media. But then she goes back and, in a sense, kind of like sticks her foot in the mouth because she keeps continuing to talk. But tell her, like, look, I'm trying to I'm trying to help you, you know, flip this situation, but you won't let me. And so I think he's kind of done like, you know, trying to intervene in those situations because a lot of people took it as like, oh, she got dropped. But Tia clarified that no, she wasn't dropped. She's still part of, she's still part of Grand Hustle and they're getting ready to work on, work on her next album. So she's not dropped for a lot of people. As soon as they heard that, they thought she was dropped, but she's not dropped. He just clarified that he's not in those type of situations. She gets herself into, he's not going to bat for her anymore. Like he used to and trying to, you know, clean, clean, clean up man pretty much. I'm glad Tip came out and said that. Maybe that would motivate her to just ignore what people say on social media. I mean, 
But you got to think, though, man. You got all those people coming at you. You got to think, think in your mind, okay, if you a celebrity yourself and people come at you, you only going to, like, let so much slide after a while. Because, you know, people can be pretty brutal on social media because people hide behind hide behind the keyboard and they get real slick at the mouth when, they, when they're talking on the keyboard. That's true. But, I mean, it's nothing to delete your account and make another account. And yeah. yeah, that's true, but it's all for the celebrity to do the same thing because all they're gonna do is flock to the create another account. They're gonna flock to another. It's not like a um, a regular everyday person to do that, but uh, somebody as a celebrity, man, come on, they're gonna advertise. They're gonna always advertise your social media page. That's just part of the shoot. That's part of the game we're in right now. I mean, it's a lot of celebrities out there where you can't even access their account. You can't even if they don't accept you, then. They don't you you can't view their page and you can't write anything. And the thing is, if you feel like that this is what's causing you a lot of strife, then only accept industry people. And you know, if you want to use it just to network yourself, that's, and right, you that's, can, that's true. Or you can use it during you learn to use the block button. Yeah, that's too. That's that's a prime that's example. Question. What's up? Prime example, Stephen A. Smith, uh, commentator for ESPN, he blocks people ritually. <laughs> yeah, well, of course, he's, uh, you know, he talks about sports, so, you know. Um, he get a lot of flack. Yeah, a lot of male counterparts don't take, you know, in opinions of their teams, and they, you know, they like they like to clap back <laughs> to social then, media. So I'm pretty, I'm pretty, I pretty much understand why he probably blocked a lot of people. And then a lot of white people don't like Stephen A. Smith. And then a lot of black people don't like him. White people say he's a racist and black people say he's an Uncle Tom. So he's pretty much in a lose-lose situation. And he, when he says when somebody spews something negative on his Twitter account or any of his social media, he immediately goes and blocks that person. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's what the, that's what the feature's for, so... You know, if you don't want to deal with those type of people, just you just always be always be blocking people. Or like or do like the boy Jay Z and don't have a social media account at all. Right. <clears throat> or just create one for twenty four hours and delete it. And see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um some other things with T I. T I has uh left um exited his deal with Columbia Records. Uh this was where he released uh the last time, which was paperwork. Um, which is why um, the T.I.P. album, the Nick that came out recently, dropped so dropped out, really dropped out of nowhere, because it was independently dropped by by him, and he was saying that he was been he's really been trying to drop a T.I.P. some T.I.P. content, um, and so right now he's in the market of looking for a label to drop a T.I.P. album, which would be called the Dime Trap. So he's uh, searching for. Uh, a new label to drop his record on, so or at least the true, or at least distributed through, because he, you know, he had a very deep deal, well, with Columbia Records um, for that short little amount of time. Mm, tip, 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 tip. I just, I, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna wait. Like, what you, you starting to starting to rebel against your, your. It's southern, it's southern MCs now, man. Because they, because they getting older, you, you starting to doubt, doubt the power that they have to sell records, huh? 
No, I want them to stay themselves and not try to acclimate to what's hot right now with the younger crowd. Stay T.I., stay, stay tilt. Keep it gutter. Keep it like you always had. I know you're a family man now. And to me, paper paper trails was a big leap from um, his earlier albums. And then he went back to the old, I mean, he went back to the newer T.I. Paper Trails to me was a newer T.I., but it was still gritty and gutter. But it's like he tried to go back to old T.I. and his later albums. And it's to me, and it's just me. I like, I still like Tip, but it's not working for him. I, 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 if you're going to be yourself, stay yourself. I don't think it's really more of a thing him being himself. I mean, of course, you know, people that are fans of T.I., they know the whole T.I., T.I.P. persona is like an alter ego type thing. T.I.P. is actually what, you know, is kind of originally what he was, but he paid homage to Q-Tip and dropped the P off of it and went, became T.I. for those who don't know that. Um, but with that being said, I mean, of course, man, you know, you got to, you know, as an artist, you know, you always got to evolve. I mean, just like the boy Jay Z said, on, on to the next one. It's like if you like my old stuff, buy my old album. I mean, you know they're gonna always continue to the album. They gotta continue to change with the game, man. I mean, either a lot of these hip hop rappers gonna become like a lot of these old R and B acts, and they just on tour forever and playing their old stuff because ain't nobody want nobody buy the new stuff. So yeah, <clears throat> and so that's what that's particularly what happens with a lot of these a lot of old R and B acts. They get you know. They only they're basically living off their old work. They're not they're not evolving enough or making that extra taking that chance. And then they fall flat and they just go around doing the forever, you know, doing these for example, a lot of R and B groups, you know, doing the tours doing the tours of their old music and they're all touring together. I don't think you wanna see a bunch of old, a lot of old Southern rappers touring together on performing their old stuff. No, you're right. But we'll see. Yeah, hip hop rappers they they tend to evolve with evolve with over time better than you know other genres do. So, especially you know rappers like Ti, Jay Z, Jeezy, Wayne, you know, just to name a few, they they do pretty well at evolving. You know, sometimes we may not like some of the changes that they make, but still at the same time, if they still you know, making money, selling records, then they're doing they're doing something right because a lot of these guys out here ain't, ain't selling records. Yeah, that's true. That is so, so true. So, all right. I had to cut my Bluetooth off on my computer over here. All right, cool. So, um, let's get to the top five albums on the billboard. A lot of stuff has changed, like drastically changed on the top five billboards this week. So we got for Future, DS2 at number five, dropped down from the number two spot. And finally, then hit the hit the bottom of the, of the top of uh, hit the bottom of the top five pretty much. But um, considering that they went him and Drake and Future, what Drake and Future came out with, I don't know if that's gonna probably play because it's not really an album; it's a mixtape, but. 
I heard it was on iTunes, so they're charging. I'm assuming that it's a charge for it, so it may show up. We'll see what happens next. See what happens next week. Um, number four, we got K Camp of Only Way Is Up. He debuted at number four. Um, surprise here, uh, the Compton album dropped down from the number one spot to number three. Um, Scarface, Deeply Rooted, the album you. Uh, reviewed last week on my last dollar debuted at number two and Travis Scott uh, Travis Scott's Rodeo debuted at number one this week wow so, so I listened to the Travis I have, I've been you know I hear a lot of people talk about um, Travis Scott his videos kind of weird to me which particularly why I kind of didn't try to listen to him um, but I kind of like pulled up the album started listening to it I'm liking it. So I'm liking it so far. I'm, I'm on a couple tracks in. I'm gonna keep listening. See, see if it's something. You know, I try always try to try to grow my grow my collection of uh, of artists that I like or that I gravitate to. So I'm giving. I'm willing to give give some of these new people a chance. You know, if I don't like it in the beginning, then I just won't go back to them. But you know, I'll see what happens. Hmm. Uh. uh... I guess I'll go get the Travis Scott to listen to. And I listen to the Scarface. I know he's number two. It's that's that's a lot of southern old heads buying that album. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure for sure. Yeah, uh, that's that's what that is. Uh so I mean, I've listened to everything else. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um I'm gonna give the uh I'm gonna also give the other artists a, a listen just to see just to see what it's like. Just trying to see exactly what, you know. Gotta start seeing why these guys get number one. They gotta be getting number one for for a particular reason. So, you know, that's our job, man, out here on this podcast to, you know, we may not like everybody, but you know, we gotta all we gotta give them all a chance. So Yeah, you're sure, right about pretty, that. Pretty sure, you know, somebody's, you know, some fans of K Camp and you know, Travis Scott listened to the show, so you know, we gotta give we gotta keep it keep it all equal and square around here. So Righteous. All right. So uh we're gonna start uh start doing a new segment. Um just, you know, a lot of you guys listen to us, you know, to keep up to date with what's going on in the hip hop game. Um so we're gonna start um letting you guys know the new music that's out there on the net, in stores, things of that nature. Um Kind of won't hit on everything. We'll hit on kind of the some things that are like really trending on the net, or just you know, this this really popular that we're seeing around around the net uh, as we get you know, you know, the show together for you guys. Um, so I'll name off a couple albums that just recently came out. Uh, of course, I mentioned earlier uh, with TIP the Nick. It's an EP. Um, most of the time, EPs carry most of like five or six tracks on it. Um, like I said on a previous podcast, EPs are becoming very popular for artists to to come out with uh, simply because it kind of like just gives you guys like it's almost kind of like an appetizer, kind of like an appetizer to a full course meal in a sense when you when it comes to an EP. So before right, but you know, you kind of get that EP before while they're still working on that working on the records for the for the actual official album. So trying to keep the keep the fans at bay and give them some some content. So. 
right, we got the boy Andy Menio with the uh, Uncomfortable album dropped on dropped on this Friday. A lot of artists are starting to drop albums on Friday now. Um, starting to see that be the trend a whole lot lately, especially when also with you know albums is dropping out of nowhere now with no no promo. Um, yeah, Friday payday. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. That's that's a, that's a good good analysis right there, Young, on that one. That's the Friday is payday. So uh, we also got uh, reconcile uh, EP called Catching Bodies again. Like I said, another EP. Everybody's doing EPs these days. And then we got Drake and Future with uh, What a Time to Be Alive, the mixtape, and it's actually dropped on a Sunday. So, like again, you know, another one of those things is dropping out of dropping out of nowhere. Um, this was really a thing where it was like it became a rumor, then it kind of became official. They kind of hinted on it, and then they finally said, "Okay, it's dropping tomorrow." So. And I think a lot of people, I think they do that, but I think it's a good strategy for a lot of artists to do because it really catches people out of nowhere. And so and almost, you almost feel kind of like pressured to buy because it just dropped out of nowhere because you don't want to be the only one, you know, not having it or not, not listening to it. I haven't heard it because everybody's going to be talking about it because it just came out of nowhere. So, so the no promo strategy has been a very good strategy lately. Thank you, Beyonce. I was just trying to say that you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, let's talk about a couple of these. Um, I won't talk about the Knicks too much, only because Young is going to talk about it in my last dollar. Um, I personally liked it. Um, I like majority of the. I like pretty much majority of the the, the you know the, the six. I think it was what six tracks that he had on there. Um, really looking forward to hearing more, and hopefully, really hopefully. Hoping that the next album is a TIP album. I just think the the TIP persona um, is a little bit more aggressive than TI, and I think that's the TIP is kind of more the out of the two personas is the is kind of I guess you say yeah he's pretty much the drug dealer of the, of the two personas. So this is a little bit more TIP the TIP persona is a little bit more rough around the edges. So. What you think, Young? I can go with that. Uh, my favorite song, like I said, my favorite song off trap music is T.I. versus T.I.P. Um, the CD T.I. versus T.I.P. I had a couple songs off there that I like. It's not one of my favorite albums, but, you know, he showed the difference in between the the real difference in between TI and TIP. So um I mean I I'm waiting for this new album, which is supposed to be like you said, a tip album. And I I, I just hope that you see what TIP is really about. Yeah. So, I'm kinda hoping I'm kinda hoping for the um I know um, the record year with Big Crit uh, flexing, that was kind of like a more of a one. Even though he didn't probably clarify and say it was TIP, but that 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 T that part that TI from that record was kind of more the aggressive, you know, um, fast flow of TI, which I really one of my one of my favorite records uh, that TI has done. Not only because he you know produced by Big Crit, but just 
just the whole presence he had on, on Flex and so. Um, okay. Andy Menio, Uncomfortable. Uncomfortable is a great album. Um, if you, I know you guys heard us talk about um, the guys that that rolled with for Cray from the Reach Camp. Andy Menio is one of those guys. Uncomfortable is a, like, if you want something that, you know, for something that's some hip-hop that's very positive, uplifting, storytelling, um, and that's just, but it still feels like it's with the times and things like that. Because sometimes when people say, oh, you know, it's positive hip-hop, and they, you know, people kind of like just disown it because they don't feel like it sounds like anything current. But no, everything that these guys are doing is right along with what's what's going on in hip hop right now. The message just is just different and it's more it's more of on a more of on a positive side, but uncomfortable. Very, very good album. If you haven't listened to it, haven't heard it, I'll make sure I put some links up on on the Facebook page and you guys can can listen to it, preview it and check it out. Yeah, I gotta go check that out myself. Uh I haven't heard anything recent, so I'll go check that out. Yeah, we played one of the we played one of the singles. Uncomfortable was the title track on the podcast back on back on the uh, episode about when we talked about Christian rap. We played, played that actually at the end of the episode. So go back and check that episode out. You just want to just hear our take on um, how those guys are categorizing how they should be taken in hip hop. So um, another cat that's um, that's a more of a positive side, but um, how he does it is more. You feel like it's more street, but he still gets the point across as well. Uh, Reconcile, he's a cat that's out of Houston. Uh, got an EP called Catching Bodies. Another good, another good EP that's jamming, especially for if you're just looking for something that's, again, like I said, something that's it's still positive, but it's still storytelling of where he comes from. But also at the same time, you know, it's something that you know you don't have to particularly. If you're riding with your kids, you don't necessarily have to censor, censor your or put your hands over your kids' ears to to listen to it, or don't you know don't say that word or anything like that. Something you can ride to, listen to, and everybody can listen to it, and it's it's hip hop. So, right, right, right. Um, then we got Drake and Future with a time to be alive mixtape. Haven't got my hands on it yet, but I will be taking a listen to it. Um, Young, have you heard any you know good or bad anything about it? Well. So on my since it's only been probably roughly not even twenty four hours since it's been out. So uh, on my Facebook timeline, I've heard a lot of people say it's jamming. Um, I had to check it out myself to verify it. So as of now, I can just go off of my Facebook timeline says, and from what I'm saying, people saying it's jamming. Okay. So. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, a lot of people version of jamming, and some people the version of jamming. I can take that to be um, happens a lot. I know for a fact because people can say something like, "Are you freaking like you clean your ears out?" Because that's not jamming. Not gonna name. Not gonna name any albums in particular. Bar six. Anyway, um, right. Yeah, but um, as I continue on, I digress. Um, but yeah, man. Um, so with those albums, um, it's going to be something we're going to continue to do 
something that we're going to continue to do and add to the show, um, adding in adding in new music to the show. So, all right, man. So, um, going to be just giving you guys a heads up. It will be sort of kind of a short show tonight. Uh, wasn't you know a whole lot going on in the show, especially with you know with my surgery and all that stuff. I really couldn't do too much um, leading into leading to the show. So, young, we're going to kick it off with you going into my last dollar, homie. Okay. First, before we go into my last dollar, I would like to give a shout-out to a fan who sent us an email. This fan has been very supportive from the jump. Um, She's been tweeting us and everything. She's somebody that we grew up with. We've known her a long time, but at the same time, she's still a fan. So, um... We got an email from Miss Philandis Stovall, and it says, Hey, guys, I just wanted to say keep doing a fantastic job with your show. I have been a listener of the show since the episode one, and I have never missed an episode. Thank you guys for keeping it real and keep bringing so much energy. I know you guys will go far. God bless home team Philly. Quick question, though. Have you guys ever thought doing call-ins, call-in segments, where people can share their thoughts pertaining to the topics that you do every week. All this is a, and this is a photo about Meek Mills and Drake future B. And she sent us a photo and it's a picture of Patrick looking at SpongeBob and Pat. And, um, Oh, it's a picture of Squidward looking at SpongeBob and Patrick as they celebrate their victory. <laughs> so, Royalty, I'm going to let you address a question about the, call-ins and um, Skype-ins and, you know, other people coming into the segment. Okay. Um, this has been something we, you know, we discuss um, just moving forward, moving forward with the podcast and everything. Um, it'll be something that they will probably more than likely, um, more likely try to make happen on the, which will pretty much be the BT Hip Hop Awards edition that we'll be doing that we'll be doing live um, in October. So it'll probably be something that we can be probably more likely to do something like on a test run, see, see how it works out. Um, probably set up like a, probably set up like a chat or something. And then um, also, you know, try to Skype some people, not really Skype some people in, um, probably um, either Skype or Google talk some people in to, to the conversation and get their take on, get their take on the show on the actual award show after it happens. So we may, Never know. All right, so we finally got our first email, and we will appreciate if everybody else sends us your comments, questions, um, and keep them coming in. Now to get to my last dollar, I review the Nick and the Barter Six, and you didn't like neither of them. I like a couple of songs off the Nick. And which leads me to my apprehension about T.I. at the moment. And about the six, y'all know how I feel about Young Thug. I just can't listen to Gremlins. I got, I gave it a partial review before I caught a headache. So, I mean, I may not be judging this fairly, but I had already heard Young Thug on the Nick with a song called Peanut Butter Jelly with Tilt. And that made my head hurt. Then to go back and have to listen to the Barter Six, 
I just had my feel of Young Thug for the year. So, so here's the key to when listening to Young Thug, Young, um, what you need to do is get yourself some Advil, ibuprofen, pop a few, drink some water, and listen to Young Thug. I'm trying to listen to music, not die. But, <laughs> um, of course, as y'all can tell from my comments that I chose... If I had to spend my last dollar on anything, it would be the Tip album, well, EP, um, The Nick, and the song uh, Check, Run It. I love it. Uh, I'm glad he came out with that song as a single. Yeah, yeah, there's actually a video for it, too, that I, I stumbled upon today as well. So actually, go check that out on YouTube, guys. Um, check, Run It is a video, a video for it out. If you guys want to go check it out. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I'll... I'll um, make it easy for you, and I'll be posting some of that stuff on the Facebook page uh, as this episode comes out or the day it comes out. So, what I like about his video is that I, for one, I like the song, but Tip is really uh, promoting his a cool label in that video, and <laughs> I gotta admit the clothes look dope. Like, yeah, the cool line is dope. I actually looked at some of the clothes that he had on. I actually went out when he was, I think he did like a fashion show on on his show on VH1. I went to, to kind of got got me interested in the, in the clothing line. So, he has a nice, yeah. got, some, got some nice clothes on, on his clothing line. So, yeah, the new fall collection looks great. So, yeah. I, I will be spending some of my hard on money giving it to TI because I like a cool now. So, <laughs> All right, man. So we got in hip hop spotlight. We got the, the infamous one, very controversial at times. Mr. KRS One. Yes, Mr. KRS One is our hip hop legend this week. He can also be known as Teacher, the Blastmaster, and Big Joe Crash. His birth name is Lawrence Parker. He was from the Bronx, New York. And, I mean, when I say he sounds like he's from the Bronx and New York, I mean, this cat, everything about him from the way he dressed to the way he talked is strictly New York from the way he walked. He is one of the original East Coast rappers to put on for the East Coast. I can't even say East Coast. He is a New York rapper that put on for New York hard. But some of his accomplishments are – he started the uh, Stop the Violence movement after uh, a friend of his that uh, started Boogie Down Bronx. Boogie Down Bronx Productions um, got killed, was gunned down, so he started the Stop the Violence behind that. He's done some solo albums, um, a few of them. Um, what he's most noted for with the newer generation is... is, is he yes. <laughs> Which he lost. Yeah, he lost that one. Nelly dropped one track and left it alone. And if you don't know what that track is, that track is called Number One. Uh, But, I mean, his his rap nowadays, well, his rap in the beginning was always political. It was always controversial. Um, A lot of white people didn't like him. I mean, he really doesn't curse in his rhymes at all. He was like one of the first rappers to have a decent amount of fan following with non-violent, non-drug containing, 
non-vulgar music, but he still had a huge following. So for those reasons, that's why KRS-One is our hip-hop legend this week. Roy, do you have any thoughts, opinions on KRS-One? No, I didn't. I honestly, you know, as a hip-hop head, I really didn't follow too much KRS-One, honestly, growing up. Um, and I've, you know, yeah, I had a little bit of my KRS-One here and there, but nothing that really sticks out to me currently as far as, like, you know, favorite tracks or anything like that currently. So it would probably, probably be the first one that we've had so far that I really haven't, you know, hadn't really gravitated to growing up in hip-hop. So probably won't be the first one, but it's all good. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that are legends, so we yeah. we we gonna continue to pay homage to these cats. And if, like we say, send us some information. If you feel like we left something out, email us, Twitter us, Facebook us, let us know, and we'll gladly address that on our next show. For sure. All right, man. So, um, getting ready to wrap things up. As I said again, guys, uh, it's gonna be a short show tonight. Um, uh, well, we'll start. I will start dropping some um, what I'll be calling some hip hop extras um, that I'm working on very soon. So it'll be like you know, um, Young and I both will be probably doing with we'll do some stuff like this where we'll be talking more about because uh, there's a lot of music that comes out that we don't get a chance to touch on by the time we record that we you know don't get a chance to mention um, and things of that nature. Um, so we'll start dropping some extras and those extras are. Um, more than likely be showing up on our YouTube channel. Uh, and I will have more details on that in the near future. I uh, just want to, just want we just want to try to give you guys more content, continue to grow the show. Um, just give you guys, you know, a fun show, very informative show, you know, keep you guys entertained. So uh, with that being said, you guys can just remember to download the hip hop rejects on Podbean, Stitcher radio and iTunes. And as young said before, Hit us up on Twitter at the Hip Hop Hip Hop Rejects and on Instagram at the Hip Hop Rejects, and also email us your questions, suggestions, anything you guys want to talk about. We are, you know, we're more than open for any suggestions that you guys may have. And just make sure you guys email us. Put a, put your first name and where you're from. We will make sure we shout you guys out on the show. Um, and then with, with that being said, man, it's nothing in the books. Yep, y'all be safe. God bless. Keep promoting this hip hop culture. See y'all next week. All right. I think very deeply. I think very deeply. I think very deeply. I think. I think. I think very deeply. In about four seconds, a teacher will begin to speak. I think very deeply. Let us begin. What? Where? Why? Or when? Globally explain like instructions to a game. See, I'm not insane. In fact, I'm kind of rational when I be asking you who is more dramatic, this one or that one, the white one or the black one. Pick the punk and I'll jump up to attack one. KRS-One is just the guy to lead a crew right up to your face and diss you. A lot of suckers would like to forget me, but they can't. Because like a champ, I have got a record of knocking out the frauds in a second. On the mic, I believe that you should get loose. I haven't come to tell you I've got juice. I just produce, create, innovate on a higher level. I'll be, be back. back. But for now, just settle. In about four seconds, a teacher will begin to speak. I play the nine and you play the target. You all know my name, so I guess.
I'm just starting. Or should I say start this? Teaching other artists, often new concepts in their hardest. Yo, cause I'm a teacher, and Scott is a scholar. It ain't 